recorded live in front of a studio audience of two. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is the underplayed, oh, and I'm Tim. <laughs> Who are you over there? My, my name's Keaton, and we are here with our other host, Tracy. We break down songs that need more airtime. Oh. I was just trying to make it more exciting. <laughs> you like my little you know? joke there? I did, mm-hmm. but it Thank sort you. of deflated my whole... You know how I, I like to be over the top at the beginning? You have to make people think that we're bigger than we actually Did are. Did I steal your thunder, baby? Yeah, you stole my thunder. I'm so sorry. It was fake thunder, though, so <laughs> have fun with that. It was a sound machine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, very many. thank you for taking the time. Oh, wow. You're actually going to use the soundboard this time. I might time. remember to use it this time. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. It'd probably be more like this one, though. You have to turn up that one. Yeah, that Do you have bit. the one that goes, wah, wah, wah. The fail horn. It's called whenever Keaton <laughs> makes a joke. Like, I need that in my life. I need that on my keychain somehow. You know, you know they make buttons that are just like their sole purpose. You can just press it. And yeah, just like, I need wah, a little. Wah, I just wah. need a little one to keep with me at all times. Yeah, because I, I I do that often. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Anyway, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our kind of okay, maybe good podcast. Yes, we, we do try appreciate our best. that. We try our best, don't we? I think I do. we're awesome. I don't know I, what y'all oh, yeah. I mean, I think we're, we're awesome. You're lucky to have us. There you go. Woo, that's that's how we're going to frame it from now on. All right, children. Children. We have a song and I have notes. Our first song is called Why Worry and it's by Dire Straits. Woo. This is uh, Dire Straits was formed in London in 1977. They were active from 77 through 88 and then again from 90 through 95. Yes, what sir. were they doing in... 89 and 90. Uh, probably just taking a break. You know how bands okay. go. They did okay. 10 years, 77 to 88. That's 11 years. Hmm. They needed a break. Wait, uh, so they're no longer a thing? They I dissolved? don't think they're very active. They, they Actually, support? Mark Knopfler, the lead singer and guitar player, he does his own stuff now, but I don't well, think... I thought I say he died. Oops. No, he's alive. Very alive. <laughs> and very... Probably one of the better guitar players on the planet. I mean, I've heard his name many times. So, well, think I mean, uh, Money for Nothing. Yeah. That guitar riff. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. banger guitar riff. So speaking of which, Dire Straits, songs like Sultans of Swing, Romeo and Juliet, Private Investigations, Money for Nothing, and Walk of Life. Mm-hmm. Great is, band. Is Money for Nothing their biggest song? I would think so, yeah. Sting was we on should, that. Yeah, they had Sting singing backup. Come on. Mm-hmm. Who has Sting singing backup? Oh my God, listen to that pad, though. Yeah. This feels cinematic. Yeah, this it's the song's already a minute and eleven in. It has been doing things like this. It's got a long intro, but super recognizable. Coming up, this guitar part. Right there. And the bass. <laughs> what are you doing? 
I'm playing the bass. That's All right. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Bass. Money for Nothing uh, y- y'all was know these number guys. one on the Billboard for three weeks. I'm not surprised. That's pretty yeah. good. That is pretty That's good. That's pretty good. Three yeah. weeks it, is, is a long time. It is their only number one. But the song we're going to do is called Why Worry? And it was never even released as a single. So I'm um, so did it, it never charted either, did it? No. No. No, it didn't. Right. But back up a notch, back to Dire Straits. Classic Rock Magazine said this, and I think it's kind of cool. They called them the biggest British rock band of the 80s. Wow. Really? What other British rock bands were there in the 80s? Queen? Queen wasn't British. Duran Duran? Were they British? Duran? Yeah, I would would venture to say that like people may not know the name Dire Straits. Like They know Queen and Duran Duran, but they know these songs. All right, anyway, the reason we're covering this is because it is a... It's just a phenomenally pretty and uplifting song. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you know it wasn't, they didn't write it for themselves? They did not. Okay, Mark Knopfler wrote it. Mark Knopfler wrote it. He wrote it with the Everly Brothers in mind. But they released it after. Dire Straits released it first. Okay, so he wrote it, he released it, and then the Everly Brothers recorded it and released it a year or so later. Yeah. So Mark Knopfler recorded it and released it with Dire Straits in 85, and then the Everly Brothers did it in 86. But Mark Knopfler wrote it with the Everly Brothers in mind. So this is a song. Let's dive right into this thing. It's called Why Worry by Dire Straits. Let's do it. It's like a lullaby. Obviously, brilliant guitar. Yeah. Kind of a long, uh, slow intro. But if you appreciate the guitar, this is not too long. that one shaker sound like a lullaby yeah i think it it kind of is a lullaby i could see sitting i could see sitting and singing this to my my baby oh yeah yeah
right. So let's. This is an eight-minute song. So let's pause here. It's oh, actually eight-and-a-half-minute song. And uh, just give All right, you boys. <laughs> where are you guys at so far? I'm thinking lullaby. I'm thinking it's very peaceful. I love. I mean, we don't think we've done a song on the podcast this peaceful before. Nope. I think you're right. I love his voice, even though it's not like anything to drool over. His voice is just comforting to me. I don't know if that's because I grew up with it. Any guitar player, you know, Mark Knopfler is like the artisan of electric guitar. You know, clean electric there's there's plenty of guys like steve Vai who do the electrics distorted guitar and there's plenty of guys like i don't know dominic miller paco de lucy and people like that do the acoustic guitar but he's the clean electric guitar god in my mm-hmm. mind yeah it's not a stereotypical dire straits sounding song oh no it's not yeah you don't often hear them just kind of laid back that's very true yeah. all right let's pick this up then I feel like I missed out on an opportunity not knowing this song when my children were babies because I loved singing them sweet songs that weren't typical lullabies. And this is very, very sweet. I, I would have loved to have just sat and sung this to them. Oh, you can sing it to me if, if you need to like pay back the universe in any way. words are comforting yep you know Those guitars almost kind of sound like a, like a piano to me in some parts. The way that they're... The attack on them. have some calm down songs that I just like to play. I definitely, I think after this podcast, I'm going to be adding this to my list. As you should. Yeah. Maybe right behind sailing. Right behind sailing. Right behind sailing. I think we're about to hear it. Yep. Here's the solo. Very sparse. Very, uh, tasteful cool bass too very, very cool chorusy cool bass mm-hmm. this part is almost meditative mm-hmm. you could sit and do some mindfulness you know to yep, this totally could
makes me wonder what the Everly Brothers version sounds like. We're going to check that out. That starts to sound a little bit more like the 80s ballad right there. Yeah, that's that's the first snare that we've heard right. the whole song. But even so, the drums are mixed way into the background. Way, yeah, for sure. So this starts to fall under just really good music, you know? Exactly. Long intro, long exit, but... Well, you know, Mark Knopfler knew how to make really good music. For sure. But he also knew how to make really popular music. And there's a reason this song didn't hit the radio, because this would never... Mm -mm. This song would never stand on the radio. Right. It couldn't... Yeah. The format, they'd have to chunk it down. Right. And add words. Yeah. Well... Because the radio is very ADD. It, like, if, if, if you don't keep the listener's attention, you're not going to make it. Unless it's a very, like, niche type of radio. Right. If it's, like, mainstream radio, you have to, like, be very... It's almost like a format you have to follow for, like, mainstream exactly. pop. So, to me, this is just Mark Knopfler saying, hey, I can do it all. I can do the radio music, and I can do mm-hmm. the musician music. Space out music. You know, I think there comes a time, or probably many times, in artists' um, lives where they say, I just want to record some music I like. You know? Didn't you say, like, Dominic Miller was kind of like that, right? That's always what I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessarily for public... It is. It's it's for anyone who wants to appreciate Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. but... They're not doing it for anyone but themselves. But, you know, Money for Nothing, they did. That's a radio song. Yeah. That's a radio song. That was a consumer song. Right. (laughs) Actually, I think it's about consumerism, so. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways it is. Too bad we can't do that song. That's like the underplayed rules strictly forbid. uh, The overplayed. The overplayed. (laughs) And I think the song Money for Nothing is actually written into the bylines as one that cannot be played along with Ghostbusters. Yeah, I love the words to this. I just think it's a comforting song, but it's also kind of an uplifting song. I love the concept of don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about yourself. You cannot buy another day by worrying. That's true. You cannot add you can a day waste to your a day. life. You can waste a day, but you can't add a day to your life. So why worry? You know? Exactly. I love it. I mm-hmm. wish I could remember that more. Wise words. Wise words about the words. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to say about this song, uh, you know, in that regard. It's very simple. It's one of those songs that's so simple. We, you know, we just want to share it. And and you can't complicate simple. You can't complicate beautiful. You can't say things to make it more simple and beautiful than it is. I mean, let's listen to what the Everly Brothers did with this. Nice. Let's do it. Baby, I see this world 
has made you sad Some people can be bad Things they do, things they say Okay, so it definitely has that Everly Brothers sound. Yeah, you know? and, and uh, I'm watching the video, and I just want to say for the record, they look like hobbits. <laughs> hobbits? <laughs> well, yeah, I see it. That guy literally looks like Sam. Yeah. And this is like later on. This is uh, later in the Everly Brothers career. You know, Very true. they started, gosh, what? 50s? In the 50s. I have no idea. Yeah. They were, honestly. they started, they went from like the uh, early 50s through the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of had a resurgence in the 80s. But um, definitely very, very good musicians. Sure, yeah. But this is their kind of trademark sound, that constant duet, you know. I don't know. I like the Dire Straits version better. Yeah, this sounds like a like a fifties version. I don't know. Mark's voice has a way of humanifying a song because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. his voice isn't what I would say is great. Mm-hmm. But it's it's human and it fits with his music better than anybody else's voice could, you know, mm-hmm. probably because he writes his music to suit his voice. He definitely has a very specific style because to me, Dire Straits songs always sound like their songs. It is unique. They have their own sound. It's not cookie cutter in any way. Mm-hmm. Even their big hits. Well, some, a lot of times he's not even singing. He's sort yeah. of like talking. Yeah. You know. Laying everybody low with a love song that he made. Find the street light. Steps out of the shade. Says something like you and me, babe. How about it? How about it? And he's barely singing there. And yeah. he's, but he's not really talking either. He's got yeah. that. A lot of times he's he's right on that line. That's that Mark Knopfler line, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was always a song that I thought somebody else sang until it's we Walk were, of Life. It is. That's what it is. Yep. I the, always, I think I always thought this was Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. No. Just not. It sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song to me. At least he's singing in it, though. Sure. I mean, he's he's full on singing in this one. I nice love big this song. acoustic. Strace is just a big part of the 80s yeah. scene, you know. It's a it's part of the soundtrack of, of my high school years. Yeah. And I mean, and just so the listeners know, uh, it was hard. There are a lot of really good underplayed Dire Straits songs. So For definitely sure. dig in because Why Worry wasn't like a home run. It was just my personal favorite of their underplayed songs. Mm-hmm. It does sound like Springsteen. I don't 
don't know. I mean, maybe not as much. I mean, Springsteen's voice has got a lot more rasp and stuff like that. I don't know. I think it's the style. Totally. Yeah. The singing style. Yeah, super good song. Mark Knopfler, uh, after Dire Straits, was known for collaborating with Emmylou Harris. Yes. And they yes. did tons of beautiful music. Baby, I see this world of Oh, I like that. That's nice. Some people can be bad. The things they do and things they say. But baby, I'll wipe away those bitter tears. I'll chase away those restless She really has a beautiful voice. Yeah, it's lovely. Why worry? There should be laughter after pain. There should be sunshine after rain. Oh, that's pretty. These things have always been the same. So why worry? That's interesting because that's the first time I've heard that version, and I might like it better. I like, yeah, I love that. What I really like what she's doing in her voice is she's not enunciating those tail ends of those sentences. You know, she's dropping and them off. She's dropping them off, mm-hmm. and that leaves you wanting. But it's it's like a good kind of wanting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the kind of wanting that the next note or the next verse mm-hmm. satisfies. So, you know, it creates wanting and it fulfills it. And that's songwriting, you know. Well, our next song is by one of my top five. I say that every now and then, and I don't know if I have an actual list of the top five. Just don't say it more than five times or people will be like, whoa, she's full of it. Right. No, no. (laughs) Or increase it to top six. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Top seven. The band that we're going to hear next is Chicago. Chicago. Definitely one of my top five favorite bands of all times. Chicago has just a fantastic sound. Again, kind of like Dire Straits, we were saying, has their own unique sound. Mm-hmm. Chicago has their own sound. Yes. And Let me ask this. Mm-hmm. Did you, do you have memories of roller skating to Chicago? Yes. Okay. Yes. This Maybe is going to be a as, recurring theme. Yes. Maybe not as much. Chicago, their biggest songs that started hitting the billboards started hitting more in my high school years rather than those elementary and junior uh-huh. high years when I was roller skating. And my memories of Chicago were driving around in my car in Florida with my windows down blasting this entire album because I had it on cassette tape. I had it on cassette tape and I wore this album out. And this album is Chicago 17. Just my personal favorite of theirs. There are a couple others that actually earlier ones that I love. Chicago 17 has several of my favorite songs. 
And the song we're going to talk about today is Remember the Feeling. And Remember the Feeling is a really interesting song because... To me, it is my second favorite song on this album, but it didn't chart. It didn't chart at, at all. all. Wow. And when you listen to it, like I think if you don't know their genre and you listen to You're the Inspiration, which got to number three, and also Hard Habit to Break off this album also got to number three. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to Remember the Feeling. It's up there. It's great. It's fantastic. But it wasn't released as a single. Their producer, David Foster, who kind of worshipped just a bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. This song, um, Remember the Feeling, was written by Bill Champlin and Peter Cetera, both members of the band. Bill Champlin wrote most of the song, and David Foster did not work on this song, and therefore, maybe that's why it wasn't released. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Hmm. The drama. Because because David Foster helped write uh, You're the Inspiration and, and Hard Habit. Yep. So anyways. Ooh, get a dish because you know, this tea is the, hot. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, this is just a fantastic song. And it's sung mostly by Peter Cetera with mm-hmm. uh, Bill Champlin as a background. Champlin. Mm-hmm. Champlin? Champ. C-H-A-M-P-L-I-N. So it's not Chaplin. It's not. I know. Uh, Charlie Chaplin. I know. I started, I kept trying to type it in wrong, but it's, yeah. Ah, Okay. All right. So here we go. Let's go. Let's do it. It's big. That is the 80s right there. Well, that's what Chicago's known for their orchestration. Shadows were hiding what I couldn't see Out in the dark she was calling to me Calling to me with the voice I'd never forget Peter Cetera's iconic voice She was a vision And the the piano. There's your har- There's your harmonies right there. Yeah. Yes. Well before auto tune. Changes a little. Oh, yeah. Those drums. The 80s toms. Uh huh. I love that. Their harmony. 
love orchestra and rock guitar and all of it. Yeah. I love that. This is what I blasted right here. beautiful (laughs) this is what David Foster did and did best combining like amazing music with orchestration and pop and all of that combining it to just sound amazing Y'all don't know how hard I worked just now at not singing over top. (laughs) (laughs) That was restraint. I just got to say, that was restraint. Proud of you. Yeah. I have a few comments right off the bat. What I'm thinking about here is is the rhythm section. And in in this case, we're talking the guitar. The guitarist has joined the rhythm. It's rhythm guitar, the bass, and the drums doing very spicy things behind what he's singing. So Mm -hmm. listen right here. Right there. You know, the things that they're, they're doing in the background that aren't really, you don't, you know they're not the the spotlight's not on them but they're mm-hmm. definitely making the experience very chicago this is a very chicago move very that's that's the thing about this song everything about this song it, to me in my mind it's is, like the chicago hit that never was a hit th- there it is there it is the fact that this was not a hit actually surprises me yeah okay thank you this was it and and really when i started looking at a chicago song or the chicago songs that i loved i had to really search like because i have a list of a couple that are my favorites this is one of them i just knew that it had been a big hit and it wasn't it wasn't even released as a single what indeed i've got one more area here where i'm I'm thinking about the the rhythm section. I remember the feet. I love that. Yeah. Just little elements like that make it a lot of fun to listen to. I mean, you mm-hmm. could have a song without that. Peter Cetera, the orchestra, mm-hmm. the piano could carry this song and it would be just fine, but it wouldn't be Chicago without those rhythmic backbeat. Yeah. They had elements. it all. 
It was full sounding. It was big sounding. There was nothing understated about their music. And as I said, this was the kind of song, it was the song, that I would turn up louder in my car, windows down, blast it as loud as I could, singing it as hard as I could. Listening to it on cassette tape, on on the way to the roller rink. (laughs) Probably. On the way to the roller rink. (laughs) Yep. I know you. Oh, those are memories. Good memories. All right. Good memories. Trace, do you want to go into the meaning slash vocals? Oh, okay. Peter Cetera, I don't know how much I can say about him. He's amazing. He's got that incredible tenor voice that has an uber distinctive tone to it. I mean, the only one to me that is even anywhere in that ballpark is Sting. Sting has a, like that, I always think Steve Perry, nobody else okay. sounds like Steve Perry to me. Nobody else sounds like Peter Cetera. I remember when uh, he started releasing songs solo, and I was like, what the heck? What 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 is this? It's, it's Chicago without Chicago, you know? Um, What's another major city you can name it? <laughs> Atlanta. Right. Well, he no, 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 no. Wait, no. If it's Chicago without Chicago, it's just him. It'd be like, shh. Or just, oh. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The point being, the point being, his voice is uh, one of a kind. Yes. Uh, You you made a great comment, and that is, it is perfect without auto-tune. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I wish I knew more about his recordings. I don't know how many takes he would take, but... He just strikes me as the kind of guy that would walk in yep. and sing it right the first time. Yep. Now, I've personally never heard Chicago in person. Aww. And I know it is a sad thing for me. You I wore know. out their cassette tapes, but you didn't see Listen, them in person. I did. That's, it's truth. <laughs> I've you know seen videos and recordings of that. He sounds the way live, live that he sounds on tape. So, you know, in that's underappreciated nowadays. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. The words to this song are like, oh, it's, it's 80s it drama at its best. What's it about? 80s even? drama at okay. its best. Yes, it is. It's about a person who finds the most amazing person, this woman that is everything that he's always been looking for. She brought all this to his life, all this goodness and light and life and fire and brought all this to his life. And then he says the phrase, I should have noticed something was wrong. Was when <gasps> She's I woke a guy? Up. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. That's uh, risky. No, when he wakes up, she's gone. Oh. She's gone. It's gut-wrenching because he builds her up. Like, this Wait, whole song is... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was stupid enough. Wait, so was this like a one-night stand? And uh, he was like, oh my gosh, you're the best. And then she's gone the next morning. No, like, this is a relationship smarter. that, oh, okay. that ended. And then this one day she's... Tragically Not the ended. first day, but one day she's right, gone. Right, okay. right. Because um, he says, was I just dreaming? Was it too good to be true? I was a man all alone in the night. She came along and she showed me the light. I was confused and she told me the way. I was alone and I begged her to stay. This is like... He found the one. Good rhyming. Yeah. Yeah. He found the one and and he he lost it. 
It's sad. Dang. It's a gut wrenching. Yeah, it's a gut wrenching song. I feel like the orchestration also relates to that. Like the feeling sure. of the orchestration, it just it gives it supports the narrative. It's yeah. something that the '80s did well, yeah. and that is as the drama of the words built the music built with it. That is the kind of typical '80s big ballad. Big ballad, that, yeah. that, and that's why that's a thing. '80s ballads yeah. are a thing. I kind of miss big. It's ballads. drama. We yeah. should bring big, ball- big, big ballads back. I love that. Yeah. Bring big ballads back. Even the hashtag bring, hashtag. Big, ballads. <laughs> bring big ballads back. Yeah, that should have been the name of our podcast. Man, oh my wow. gosh. now now that that could be a spinoff. Yeah, uh, I'm saying <laughs> they I could uh, do the big ballads. even the, you know they carried it out even in the '80s metal bands. Absolutely, uh, hair bands. I remember you. Yeah, uh, a Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Oh yeah, Bon Jovi. They did Skid great Row. hair ballads. Um, well, yes. Well, 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 yes. Well, 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 well. I, I don't know what that is, I, but it's very is that beautiful. Journey. Yeah, I don't journey. know what that. Was. Yeah, Journey counts, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're a little earlier, but yeah. yeah. Oh, are they earlier? Late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Late. 70s. Oh, they were like 80s. Well, yeah. they are. It's They're hard to keep track. It's, yeah. It's hard to keep oh, track if you weren't gracious. there. Well, when you weren't <laughs> there, <laughs> Keaton, when you weren't I'm there. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I listen to old stuff, but I don't That's know when okay. it was being old. Okay, we forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> and when it was being new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all of this is why this was one of my choices for The Underplayed. And this is why we should bring big ballads back. Yes. Yes. It's almost a tongue twister. Bring big ballads back. Bring big ballads back. <laughs> we'll start a charity for big ballads. Ooh, ooh! And we'll Can take we the money a, uh, and we'll pay go old. Fund me. Yes, <laughs> and we'll take the money and we'll pay old bands like you know Man. old eighties bands to write a song. Here bring you go. It. Here's you know, twenty grand. Write it. a song. No, 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 no. You know what would be better if we supported new artists that want to bring back that eighties sound. Uh-huh. The style. Oh. Yes, because you know new artists I'm need all that over money. That. Oh yeah. But look, this is the thing. These songs, this was no joke. Man, the orchestration, the arrangement, this is some serious music going on. This is not, (laughs) this isn't some guy on his computer tapping out stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. David Foster is, he was incredible at arranging. He's creative. um, Yeah, I mean... You know, he's one of those guys, kind of like Billy Joel, and we've talked about, you know, that sits down at the at the piano and plays while he's looking he, at he something else it. and singing yeah. something else and doing something else. He's doing 10 things while he's playing some amazing song. He's just got that thing. He can sit down and play anything. Multitasking. And he arranges. He hears this. He hears the arrangement and makes it amazing. And it's something I love, and, I, and, I, and I'll admit, I miss it. Yeah. I miss it in, in current music who's playing piano do you know is that peter satara it sounds like david foster to me that's how he plays but i don't know who's actually playing it on the recording ah i found it sorry y'all i'm so bad (laughs) keyboards robert lamb and bill champlin who wrote yes so Bill Champlin Champlin's wrote, in on this wrote, one. Yeah. He wrote uh, Hard Habit to Break, which was another oh, one. Of, and yeah. he plays. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. 
No, that's all right. Bill Champlin, I was going to say, people don't know who he is. Bill Champlin sang lead with Peter Cetera on Hard Habit to Break. Mm. And you don't really know it, but he got the gig playing with Chicago because he blends with Peter Cetera so well. I see. Oh, yeah. 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 His voice is amazing. Thank God for editing. Really? What if this was live? I have that thought so much. What if this was live? It would suck. No one would watch us. They would all unsubscribe immediately. (laughs) Well. Well. We're going to remind you all that you can subscribe wherever you're listening right now. You can subscribe so that you get notified every time we release a new episode. You can email us at hello at theunderplayed.com. You can comment on Facebook. Facebook. And if you're lucky, and if you say something cool enough, Tracy will personally respond to you. You don't have to be that cool. I'll respond anyways. Yeah. I put out a question. Her standards are low right now. Yeah. I I put out a couple questions. I'd love to hear some answers. Get on Facebook and become a part of the process. Like, you know, pick it up and... This is and, a democracy. You can vote yes. what songs you want in our podcast. Or ideas. Yeah. If you've got just a underplayed that is, you're dying for the world to hear. Your let song. Let us know. What's your song? Also, do not forget to rate this podcast what you thought of it. You can be honest, but no, just... don't just, be honest. Just but do, just don't leave anything... Just do five stars. Don't leave anything below a four, please. <laughs> including a four including a four <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you we appreciate you listening to our podcast that is the greatest podcast on the planet earth oh dear it's on its way look you guys don't like it when I talk down about it but now when I'm like oh it's the greatest thing <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, choose it's, a side it's a little it's a seedling line. it's a seedling that's growing into something wonderful that will <laughs> that will serve its listeners okay all right this was the mellow edition. I know. Yeah. This is a, this two was mellow a nice songs one. today. I think the next episode we should do some more modern songs. We always use some older songs, you know. That's true. We Maybe always do songs from like the eighties and you 90s. know we haven't done a metal song since the first episode. Not counting cough cough that one continent that we went over last <laughs> episode. Yeah. All right, we're y'all. not allowed to say their name. Yeah, we're yeah. not allowed to talk about the last episode or listen to any of those songs ever again. <laughs> or I will hum said song for another t- week. Please don't. I won't. I'll try not Please to. Please don't torture me. <laughs> That's the most sincere I've ever heard, Tracy. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. She was begging. There's a little tear in her eye there. <laughs> all right, listeners, all right. we love you all. We tell your you. friends too. You know, it's just yeah. another great way that you can help us. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your family. Be chill, and we'll see you next time.